All right, off we go uh, here on the Final Score Podcast. State Championship Week has arrived. Uh, we have four teams uh, playing for state titles uh, later uh, this week. Some of you may be listening after a couple of the games are played. Uh, we, we hope we get this out in time for uh, uh, for some of you to listen on your way down to the games or just to get a little bit of a preview uh, heading into them. Uh, but, but four teams, uh, let, let's set the stage here. Uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Thursday um, at uh, Stevenson University in Owings Mills. Uh, Middletown girls uh, face a Manchester Valley in the 2A girls lacrosse championship game. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes here, we'll talk to Ellery Bowman, uh, the Knights star midfielder, and we'll talk to their coach, Tyler White, about that game. It's a, it's a rematch uh, from a previous game this season, won by Manchester Valley at Middletown at the end of March. Uh, so the Knights are uh, looking, to, looking to turn the tables and become the first Frederick County team to win a girls lacrosse state championship on uh, friday uh, urbana baseball uh seems to have been uh, knocking on the door uh year after year uh they get another crack at sherwood a, a team that beat them in the season opener uh this year back in march uh 7 30 uh friday at, at the university of maryland or no, uh, in waldorf that's right in waldorf um they, it, they've moved it the last couple of years <laughs> right um and then uh on saturday a, a, a couple of games uh catoctin softball uh back in the back in the state final uh they uh, first time since 2011 when they won the championship um uh they face um who's Catoctin in North Dorchester North Do- North Dorchester on the Eastern Shore 1 p.m. Saturday uh followed by the Urbana softball team also back in their first uh state final since their championship season in 2011 uh so we get a little synchrony uh going here uh they face uh Delaney uh at 3:30 at the University of Maryland uh, that voice you just heard was it was the voice of my man uh, Alexander Dacey, my colleague here at the FNP. And uh, w- w- what do you make of all this stuff, sir? I mean, f- four state finalists in addition to to tennis and track and, and some of the individual stuff. Well, I know last week we we kind of we towards the end we were we were kind of hashing out like what are the chances of you know these teams making the finals and because I, we had a, we had a lot of teams in, but it, there were a lot of kind of 50, you know, 50, 50. Yeah, I don't think we were some, that optimistic last week. Right. That's how it turned out. Right. And now look, we have, we have four, which is, I mean, last year we only had one at this stage and we, we, we have four plus again, the, the, the track and tennis that is going to be happening. So, you know, this is definitely a, a, a much stronger uh, crop than I think we were expecting, but it's, you know, good for, good for all of them. And I think, I think all of them. I know Middletown is going to be given just how strong Manchester Valley is and how you know thoroughly they won that first game. They'll be an underdog, and I'm guessing Urbana baseball will probably be an underdog, slimmer underdog, but still an underdog to Sherwood. But I think the two softball teams are probably favored, which is you know quite something again, given that you know the teams they had to get through to get to this point, and now that they're here. They're in a they're in pretty good shape. It seems uh, like it's all about the pitching. I mean, yeah. they have they have two of the best pitchers, uh, uh, Taylor Smith and Catoctin, uh, coming off a 19 strikeout performance last week in the state quarterfinals, uh, 14 in the semifinals. I think she had 17 uh, in in the uh, regional final. Uh, she already has 400 plus strikeouts. Uh, f- she's probably closing in on 450 uh, strikeouts for a high school career. She's only a sophomore. Uh, and then you have uh, Delaney Reef of Urbana, who's the total package, a, a catcher by trade who's turned into this ace, uh, ace and unstoppable pitcher. She's also one of the best hitters in the county. Um, Urbana beat uh, Catoctin in the CMC championship game, of course, with Delaney homering off of um, uh, Taylor Smith to help win that game. But but just uh, two remarkable players, and just their pitching alone uh, makes them uh, makes them uh, the favorites. Um, Baseball is your is one of your primary beats in the spring. Tell the story of the Urbana baseball team because they've been knocking on the door here, like we mentioned for a while. Yeah, so Urbana this this is their first ever appearance in the in the state final, and this was actually their first appearance in the state semifinals since 2015. So it had been a little while, despite their you know many many good teams and many many good players they've had come through. Um, but the last two years. They've they made the state quarterfinals only to lose to Sherwood both times. Sherwood would go on to win the state championship game. So Sherwood's like the chief nemesis here. Yes. And so the last couple of years they've also opened the season with Sherwood kind of as just like a, like an early season non conference test. You know, Montgomery County versus Frederick County. It's uh 
Um, you know, it's always a, a, a good matchup there. And, uh, and they, they've lost, but they've lost several times now, including this year, the season opener, they got mercy rolled 13 to two. They allowed like eight or nine runs in the first inning and kind of got, kind of got stunned early. And then, and then, I mean, they kind of, you know, it wasn't obviously after that inning, it was a little more even, but still it was when you get punched in the first inning of the season by giving up about eight or nine runs, that'll, that'll sort of cause you to re- you know, reset some things. And then, and then, so they lost that game and then they lost about a week and a half later, a close one to Middletown. And that was March 31st. And they have not lost since that point. And they are now back this time in the state final, um, against, uh, against Sherwood, who is, you know, the, the, this is kind of it. All feels like it's too perfect. It's all just, it's all just setting up. You know, yeah. They get this <laughs> final, finally slay the dragon here uh, potentially, and, so. on, and on the biggest stage too. So right. that would be. Uh, I think it's. I think it's the thing they've all wanted. It's the thing that's you know they've been their their boogeyman the last couple of years, and now. You know that I mean, this is really the ultimate test. Do they do they prevent Sherwood? Do they knock off their nemesis one to win the their first state title two, and also prevent them from three peating? So yeah, I, I mean, yeah. not that there's any shame in losing to Sherwood baseball, but is Sherwood in their heads a little bit? Would you say? Uh, I, I think it. I think some of the guys I talked to said at the beginning of the season, yes. Though I think now the answer is probably not as much or maybe if they're in their heads more in the like we're we're cut we're gunning for them kind of mentality right uh because we 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 kind of blew our chance at the beginning of the season pretty embarrassingly so Uh, i should point out that keegan johnson did not start that that first game against sherwood and he's their ace and Mm -hmm. presumably he will start this game yeah so he um so he started uh tuesday in the semifinal but they were rolling over laurel and so mike frownfelter took him out after uh three innings and like 40 like 40 some odd pitches uh just to you know just to get him some work but he's they're gonna have everybody available friday so um i i'm expecting him to start and them to throw the kitchen sink and then some at uh at, at the warriors yeah. so so instantly that's a new look for sherwood having yes. having having to face keegan right off the bat because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't do that in the first game keegan's a division one pitcher going to ball state uh he's been he's been awesome uh, so far in the playoffs uh, virtually unhittable. Um, I, I saw him uh, mow down uh, Northwest, um, and and then he's he, uh, uh, Eli Darasi uh, uh, Citron uh, 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 carried him uh, in in the quarters, and then Keegan again in, in the semifinals. And like you said, Laurel couldn't even touch touch him. No, he uh, he faced. I believe he faced ten batters. It was eight strikeouts, a walk, and then like a weak ground out. So um, and he was there was someone there with a radar gun. He was he was touching ninety two, which is the hardest I think I've seen him throw. So he's really kind of rounding into rounding into top form at the. I mean, right when they need him. So. Right, and and then uh, Catoctin softball. They, they they it seems like it's their year too. Um. Uh, Taylor Smith uh, has been the awesome pitcher all season, but they're they're getting contributions from 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 players like uh, Maddie Oler, who homered off of Allegheny's Penn State recruit pitcher Abby Britton uh, in, in the state quarterfinals, and it, be, it could be Cassidy Kreitz or Megan Gray. It, it just seems like someone is, uh, and there's others too, but it just seems like someone. Uh, is stepping up for Katakin besides Taylor to, to, to get them to this point. Right. And I mean, that's kind of what they need because again, like Taylor's going to carry them on the mound, uh, you know, as, as, as much as she has, she's, she, I mean, she's really that good, but you know, like obviously you need at least a little bit of offense and, you know, just, you know, whoever it is stepping up, you know, it, like, like you said, whether it's one of those three or somebody else that we, you know, didn't mention, you know, so it seems like somebody, you know, somebody different every game is, is take kind of taking up that mantle to, you know, at least push a little bit of offense across. Cause again, you don't need Taylor Smith does not need much run support, but you know, the more, the more she gets, obviously the better, but uh, you know, the, 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 it's, it's been working for them and Hey, they're going to you know try it need, need to need to have that happen one more time. Right. Uh, and then you have the Urbana softball team, who at one point in time was 0-2 this season. Uh, they, they started with a loss to, uh, to Sherwood. Um, then they lost to South Hagerstown. They, they, they were two poor defensive games. I mean, they were giving up tons of unearned runs. I think Sherwood in the opener scored eight unearned runs with two outs. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty miserable uh, defensive stat there. But But since then... The team has gotten better. They've turned it on. They have a freshman playing shortstop and leading off for them, which is remarkable in itself for a, for a state-caliber varsity softball team in uh, Lowe uh, Mackinac. 
And uh, Delaney is, is, has been one of the best players in the county for several years running. So what, so what she's doing is not surprising. Uh, but 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 uh, CC Bullock um, uh, came through with the, with with the with the big uh, um, uh, sack fly, um, uh, man, and, and and they're just getting contributions uh, from everyone, and, and they played a great defensive game, unlike the first game to beat Sherwood in in, in the state um, uh, semifinals. So. So Delaney's not a team. They're not a softball juggernaut. They haven't won a state title uh, in in probably uh, close to 20 years now, I would say. I think 2003, I want to say, is what I saw. So, so um, it's not like there's some softball juggernaut every year. So, yeah, you, you really got to like her banish chances uh, in, in that game too. Yeah, I mean, again, like, like kind of like when – I don't want to say it's not the same case with, with Taylor Smith being, you know, single-handedly the reason for Catoctin, but Delaney Reeve, just with how much she does and how good she is, you know, that, that, that again, that is enough in itself. But they've really come on, I mean, offensively and defensively and kind of just all around. Urbana is, you know, really kind of peaking at the right time. And like you said, it's a – you know, you know they're not facing exactly, you know, one of the traditional – powers you know probably again obviously they're it's a they're facing a good team because they got to the state finals but like they you, you know i think that it seems like all the the stars are aligning right you know, stars are aligning for the for the hawks here um, and it's just amazing and, they, they both won in 2011 and now they're they're both a very good chance to win in uh 2023 uh, so taylor and delaney they're they're two, the two clear player of the year candidates if not co-players of the year for softball is, is does baseball have a clear front runner at this point uh or? yes and his uh his name is joey mcmanus um i mean he's oh he's, yeah right how could we forget that yeah he uh, i mean he's you know catoctin did uh lose you know obviously lose their tough one against clear spring and now clear springs in the final and probably gonna probably gonna win it um uh, in in 1a uh baseball but yeah i mean he's it's kind of the obvious pick, right? I mean, he's leading. He's he's leading like every pitching category. Uh, he's leading, I think, two of the three batting categories, and the one he isn't, which is batting average, he's like top three in. So, it, the, the, this, let's put it this way: there have been a couple times since I've been here where I've had to sit and think long and hard about who my player of the year is going to be uh, when we when we do the all county picks at the end of the seasons. This is not going to be one of those. This is probably going to be the easiest one, of, easiest pick I've had to make. Yeah. I mean, Keegan could throw yeah. out and throw a no, could come out and throw a no hitter in the state final. It's so, true. Um, it's true. So you never know. Yeah. So, uh, but but yeah, but but, but Joey uh, seems like a pretty uh, safe choice uh, there. Um, we haven't touched a lot on the Middletown girls game against Manchester Valley. That's because we're going to do it in a couple of seconds uh, here with with uh, Coach White and Ellery Bowman. Um, Look, Middletown's clearly the underdog in the game, but Ellery didn't play uh, in a lot of the, or she didn't play most of the second half of the first game uh, because she fouled out uh, for the first time in her lacrosse career. They, they, they were calling the game, officiating the game very closely. She got two yellow cards, and she didn't even know that two yellows knocked her out of the game, but it did. Uh, when she was playing it, early in the game, it was a fairly competitive game. Um, so, look, I mean, it, it's a state final, like you said. If you're, you're there for a reason. And uh, Middletown clearly then underdog in the game. But I do give them a puncher's chance um, if they could just maintain their poise and if Ellery gets a chance to play most of the game. But uh, we will find out more about that uh, in just a second. Uh, Alexander, uh, thank you. And when we come back, we'll talk to uh, Ellery and uh, Coach White. Stay with us here on The Final Score. Back here on The Final Score podcast and joining me in studio right now are Middletown Girls Lacrosse Coach Tyler White. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having us. And senior midfielder Ellery Bowman. Uh, welcome to the program, Ellery. Thank you. Thank you for having me. On Thursday night at 8 o'clock at Stevenson University in Owings Mills, the Middletown Girls, 15-2 and two overall this season, will take on Manchester Valley in the Class 2A championship game. It's the Knights' second appearance in the state final in the last three years. Uh, they are seeking to become the first Frederick County girls lacrosse team uh, to win a state title. Ellery, what would it mean to, uh, to be the first uh, to get the trophy? Oh, it would mean it would mean a lot. I mean, I've been thinking about it kind of ever since uh, the 21 year. So it would be super nice to finally do it in my last year, my last game. 
Yeah, like a perfect way to cap your high school career, right? Playing, playing in the playing the state final, win or lose. I mean, that that would seem awesome. But but to be that first team, that that would just be the the cherry on top, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what what would it mean to to you, Tyler, is the, is the coach of this talented group to, to see them uh, reach that milestone? Uh, I mean, the world uh, as hard as they work, uh, the dedication they have, the commitment they have um, had over the last three years, uh, four years. I mean, get the COVID year there, but. Um, Man, to see all that hard work come come through would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys played Manchester Valley. Uh, it seems like a long time ago. I, I believe the game was March uh, 28th. Uh, game didn't go your way. I mean, they're obviously a very talented team, one, one of the best teams in the state. 15-4 uh, to four was the overall score. Ellery, how would you say the team, your team is different now than, than you were back in late March? I'd say in March we were definitely – it was only our second game of the season – so at that point, I think we were still kind of learning how to trust each other. Trust is a big, has been a big thing this season. So I think now I think among the team, there's just a lot more trust. And also I feel much better prepared for this game than last game. I mean, we have a set game plan, and it's what we've been working towards. The state championship is what we've been working towards all season. So I, th I feel better prepared, and I think the team does too. Uh, the game was very closely officiated, obviously, and, and you, uh, a very rare thing. You got, you got two yellow cards in that game, and I, th I think you told me at the time it was your first time fouling out of a game, right? Yeah, first time ever in high school or club lacrosse career ever fouling out. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, just was that, was that shocking that, that you fouled out for starters, and how difficult was it to watch most of the second half of that first game? Uh, it was super difficult. I was pretty shocked. I didn't even, I mean, I wasn't even sure that I had fouled out. I didn't even know that it was two yellow cards. I, it didn't really, so it didn't really click until I was told. And then it was just super hard to watch the game from the sideline. You know, it's not something I've done this season. So it was just, fr it was pretty frustrating to watch. But I think on the sideline, though, I've, I was really proud of how, even though we were down multiple people, I think, by the end, two people, we, it was, I think our defense played super well. And we had a good showing despite the struggles, difficulties. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it seems like they really cracked down on the, on the checking this year. Like, like they were quick uh, to um, call the fouls on, on the checks. Did you guys really have to adjust the way you played based on how tightly they were calling the games, especially early in the season? Yeah, I know personally I've just tried to be a lot more careful and not really going for as many checks just, you know, because I, I was even told by a ref they could call a check to the head without even – Hitting the with without some the player even hitting the girl's head. Just because so. they deem it dangerous or something. Or, yeah, yeah. So I've just been a lot more careful personally with um, checking, I'd say, and also on the back. You, you so that's just something you have to look out for. Right. Uh, do, do you think about how that first game might have been different if, if if you were in there for most of the second half? Yeah, I do think about it. I, but I mean, it was kind of out of my control at that point. So I try not to get too hung up on it. Right. I'm excited for the next game. Tyler, how would you say this group is different now than they were back uh, in, in that first game in March? Well, I was just talking to our coaches about this on, uh, I guess, yesterday morning when we had practice, that, you know, it's almost a different season. I mean, it was our second game of the year. It was cold, right? Yeah, it was cold, different. Um, you know, we're a different group. We've worked hard uh, since that game. I know when we talked after that game, you know, we had to make some adjustments as coaches um, and as players to adjust the way the games are being called. And, and still be aggressive that way. And I think we've worked really hard to um, make those changes. Um, but also, you know, it, it is a trust thing. And, you know, it, the commitment to each other, you can really see that development that has happened over the last uh, 15 games. Uh, but it, it does seem like a, a light year ago that we, we played. Right. You're a guy that likes to keep things positive. You you believe in the the power of positivity, I would say, and you think that's far more constructive than than being than being negative or or critical, uh, overly critical in in many ways. Just just why is that your approach? And and uh, hey, Ellery, have you met someone more positive than than, than Coach before? <laughs> um, I don't. Honestly, he's probably one of the most positive people I've ever met. I remember yeah. after the tough loss to Urbana, you. We're definitely the most positive out of anyone on the, on you know on our team, and I think and on but I think it's a good thing for sure. Because because even after that first Manchester Valley game, you're like, okay, they called it tight, things didn't go our way, but but 
we still have a long season ahead yeah. of us, and, and and we have a lot of room to to get better from this. Oh yeah, it's a marathon; it's not a sprint. Right, but, but is it tough to always look at the glasses half full? I would say, <laughs> is it tough? Sure, it's tough. You know, but but when when I look at it, it it's you know one, it could be a lot worse. Um, but I tell the girls all the time, look, you, you get to play a game you love to play, and whatever else would you rather be out here playing? Uh, things go bad all the time, no matter where you are. And if you let that affect you and hold you down, you know, we can't get to the goals we want to be getting to. Um, and that, and that's the big thing is you move on from your mistakes. They happen. We learn. And if we hold on to them, it's just going to drag us down for the next couple minutes. Um, but that's probably been the mess, trying to be the message to all year. You know, when we went into the Hereford game that, you know, we knew Hereford was good. Um, but, and we knew we were going to make mistakes. And if we let that take us down it's going to be a much harder game um and and i think we we've learned over the last several games to to try and trust ourselves and move on from those mistakes were, were, were you always this way or did you have to learn to be this way i think i was always always this way you know my mom my mom's really patient um I, even my my dad was really patient um but i think i think it's just who i am and you know i, I try and be um, the tough guy every now and then, but it doesn't work because I think uh, the girls see through that. Um, but also, you know, I, I've been trying a lot lately to get more excited about uh, really good things, um, you know, because it's my, your time, my time's limited with them. Um, and I do want to make sure they know it, it's, it's a wonderful thing to watch them play. It's so much fun. And I got I got to give them a little bit of joy out of it. Yeah, coach can't pull off the tough guy act very well, Ellery. Mm, I would, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> do, you, do you have an example where you were where you tried to act tough and you couldn't pull it off, Tyler or Ellery? Do you have an example or? Um... I try, I try and get frustrated at him at, at practice sometimes, and then you know, next thing you know, we're laughing or something. Yeah, but but they know um, you're not really mad. Yeah. Or they, they they could see through it. They know you're not really mad or, or frustrated. That, that's so, true yeah. too. But but it, I think it I think it works really well because. Um, we do set a level of expectation, um, you know, and, and we do have guidelines, you know, it's a gray, it's a gray line. Um, but you know, they, and, and I think they trust, I think they trust the process and I think they, uh, believe it. Um, and that's one thing we've really worked on over the course of the year is, is one trusting the process, but believing in it. And, um, they know when they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Do you worry that they might try and take advantage of you because you're such a nice guy? Um, well, I, I guess so. But, you know, they, I think we take care of them really well. I'm not sure there's much they can take advantage of. I'm sure there is something. Um, but we, we, we can see through that. I can see through that. I know when they're trying to, to push those buttons and get a little extra. And, and I will, I'll be honest, there, there are a lot of cases where we give in a little bit. But I think, I think that's part of it, too, is... is you know, you allow that freedom, you know, to be creative, to be open, to have that open environment. And, you know, I, I think they perform better that way. Right. Do you ever try and pull, pull a fast one uh, on coach there, Ellery, or you and your teammates? Because he's like the fun parent, right? Or the fun substitute teacher. You can, you can get away with more with coach, right? Uh, sometimes. But I think the most we've ever done is probably try to get 1v1 off the 1v1s off the practice plan. But we never uh, really try to okay. <laughs> All right. take advantage too much. Um, how well do you know the Manchester Valley team? Uh, do, you, do you play club lacrosse with a lot of the girls? or? I don't know any of the team personally, but I'd say definitely we, we ha we've done a lot of research. I mean, obviously we played them last year too, so I know a lot of – I know all the girls on the team, but just not personally, but I know who they are. Yeah. Well, what's the scouting report on Manchester Valley? What makes them one of the best teams in the state? Uh, speed. Uh, they're fast. Um, you know, and consistency, you know, they, they, they do, they, a lot, they do a lot of things really well. Um, but I, I would say in particular their speed, they're really aggressive. They're really fast. Um, and they're coached well, they do all the little things really well. Yeah. Well, what, what does it mean just generally, Ellery, you touched on it earlier, just to be back in the state final and to be able to close your high school career out this way? <laughs> I mean, it, I'm just so happy to kind of have the longest season we could. We went as far as we so at this point. I am concerned about the outcome, but I'm just really happy that I got the maximum amount of time with my team and with my coaches. Yeah. How, how did lacrosse become your sport? I played growing up. I started playing lacrosse 
when I was in kindergarten because my cousin played. Mm-hmm. So I've been so lacrosse and soccer were always my sports, but going into high well, I started playing. I'd say lacrosse became my sport when I started playing club in fourth grade. I played with stars, and then that's I just enjoyed it the most. I enjoyed the people the most, and I just enjoyed the sport the most. It's fast and it's like a team sport. I love how it's a team sport. And so, yeah, I'd say ever since fourth grade, it's been my thing. Yeah, do you have siblings that, that played sports too? I have a younger brother who also plays lacrosse, but I'd say definitely my role model and um, reason for starting lacrosse was my cousin. Your, your, your cousin, okay. And, and were, were you good right away? Uh, did, it, did it take you a while to, to develop your skills? Or um, when, did, when did you really realize that you had a big future in the sport? I would say definitely I was not very skilled my first year. <laughs> I was in kindergarten, and I think it was a kindergarten through third grade team, so I remember my mom telling me I would try to get the ball off the ground, and I'd just kind of sweep it all across the field. I couldn't even pick up the ball from the grass, so I definitely, so it definitely was not good from the start. I think that might have been an age thing also. I was five years old. Yeah, but... sh- sure, right. <laughs> but, um... Probably probably every everyone on your team was scraping the ball on the ground a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly, but um, I'd say I'd Honestly, I'd say the biggest growth, the season that I had the most growth in was my sophomore year. I'd say just playing with um, how talented my teammates were, it just really made me kind of into the player I am. Yeah, and what, in what ways did you get better that year? I've just never been on a team with so many girls who were fast and could beat, like, beat me one-on-one. So that just, just playing every day with them just made me so much better. It kind, And then also... It taught me how the game works. Um, we had a really, uh, we had a, f- we had a really seamless offense, and so it kind of just like taught me about the game and increased my lacrosse IQ, you could say. Yeah, but but you're also a student of the game too. Like you watch a lot of film. Like you you really you you look at it as a craft, and you and you're trying to get better at your craft. So, just uh, what what made you so interested in doing all the the side work to to make you a better player? Like like the film study and stuff like that. I think watching film, it, it definitely just takes a lot of my nervousness away if I know exactly, if I know the players I'm playing and I know how their offense works, how their defense works, and I know the individual players on the other team, I'm definitely less nervous. I feel way more prepared going in. So I think that's the main reason that I watch film. Has your high school career been a lot better than you could have imagined going in? I'd say yeah. I'd say yes. I for sure wasn't expecting, you know, it's just sometimes you have to take a step back and realize I've been to two state finals in three years. Unfortunately, I missed the first year so because of COVID. But yeah, I, I couldn't have imagined it going better than this. Uh, Tyler, how would you describe Ellery's approach to, to playing? Uh, I, th- I think it's her, her competitiveness, you know, that, that will to be the best, that drive to be the best. Um, and the joy she has in playing at the high level and playing against all those um, other high level athletes and being able to show off that skill. Um, But more importantly, that drive, Um, you know, I I think what goes along with that is, um, you know, she's a wonderful teammate and cares about her teammates and how, how do they look around her and how they feel around her and, um, and making sure that it is the best experience for her in her high school career. Um, you know, she goes off and does her club th- club stuff, um, but it's different in high school. You know, you get different skill levels, but but you're playing with your friends. And whether they're freshmen or they're seniors, you know, you, you get to interact with them, uh, but you also get to compete and you get to um, uh, have a lot of fun doing it. Right. I, th- I think, but, the, but most importantly, that competitive environment that, that Ellery brings is is amazing and uh she's right that 21 year um you know i really i really think that's where her her competitive drive came from um watching that group playing with that group but understanding that um that's a big step going from club where you're playing at age to going to high school and now she's playing with a senior group that had five division one players or something like that and now you got to step up your game and um and, and what a wonderful experience are you competitive because you hate to lose, or are you uh, is that is that what makes you so competitive? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say I hate losing. You, so, so just that drive, that just that feeling that you don't want to to, to lose a game. That, that that's what makes you work that much harder, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you super competitive with your brother? Or are you a better lacrosse player than your brother? 
Yeah, I would say I'm super competitive with my brother. He's four years younger than me, so. No, so really... you like you can like beat up on him. And yeah, stuff exactly. Like that, right? For now, I'm, I'm now I'm getting out of the house before he gets too much for me to handle. But I'd say we we when we go to head to head, we're pretty competitive with each other. Do you like do you like pelt shots at him and stuff like that, or? Uh yeah, I mean we don't play honestly. I think we play more water. Bas- basketball in the pool then we play lacrosse and that that gets pretty competitive i, I imagine because i bet he hates to lose too yeah. um how long have you been playing with with uh, the girls on the team the, the the middletown team um helen i i know for, for helen sure. bartman yeah, yeah helen bartman our goalie i've been playing with her since we were both in kindergarten so that's been 12 years i think and i i know I, at least for most of the others, at least eight years I've been playing with them. And then I started, we started, I started playing club with renegades. All the seniors mm-hmm. were renegades too. So I started playing with them freshman year, I think. Does most of this team, do they play in club lacrosse? Um, uh, half and half? Or? I would say it's a good mix. Good, good mix, um, yeah. Some of them had started out playing club and then they stopped playing club. Um, but I would say uh, more than half of our girls at some point have played club lacrosse. Um, and then and they decided to trickle off there at the end. But it's a good mix. Right. Talk about your relationship, Ellery, with your uh, your your circle partner, Vera Winchester uh, Dodman. You guys say you could really communicate on the field without it. really you don't have to talk. You could just like give each other a look and, and, and you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, she started playing in fourth grade. So we've been on this. We were on the same Middletown team for all those years. And we've been on the same team for all of high school. And I'd and then we were also on the same club team, so I've just learned. I kind of can tell from her body positioning, I guess, where the ball's going to go, and I just really enjoy having her taking the draw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I wanted to. You you already mentioned uh, two of two of your teammates that I wanted to ask you about. Just Helen having her in goal, uh, just just that last line of defense that so she stops so many free position shots, just tough shots in general. I mean, how much easier does that make everything for you, knowing that you could play a little more aggressively? I guess. Yeah, and she's she's huge. When the saves she makes, they just really change the momentum of the game, especially uh um against Hereford. She had a she had a really really good game against them, and I'd say that definitely is that was a main contributing factor to our win. I mean, there. I mean, you guys beat Leganor twice, and Leganor was a team that that beat Urbana, of course. Uh, and also uh, reached the the 3A uh, semifinals. And I remember the first game against Ligonor, it was at their place. Uh, well, you played two uh, tough games against Ligonor, but the first one, Helen, it seemed like she had one of the best games she's ever played, and she really won that game for you, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, we can... We can contribute a lot of our wins to Helen. I think mm-hmm. we can't really overlook yeah. what she does back there. It's just it's such a momentum booster to get a save. It's just one more possession that we have that the other team doesn't. The, the second game against Ligonor was an overtime game in the CMC game. D- does that game help make you a little more battle-tested, I guess? For sure. I think that was a great game. To I think Ligonor was a great opponent. They played a really good game in CMCs, and that was kind of the perfect bridge over to playoffs. It was super competitive, and it came – Right down the wire, right down to the wire, just how much we wanted it. And, and then in your regional final against Oakdale, I thought uh, Vera really uh, helped change the game for you. You guys were down early in that game. Uh, you needed a spark, and then she won uh, four or five draws, four or five draws in a row there. And I think that really flipped the momentum in the game. Yeah, Vera was huge in the Oakdale game, draws and also goals. And on the offense, kind of, I she really contributed and stepped up. Uh, but but there's so many uh, good players on this team, Coach. Uh, uh, Abby uh, Lapadula, uh, Kate Stevenson. I mean, uh, uh, Amy Grace. Uh, uh, yeah. Kate, Kate Stamper, uh, Amy Grace uh, Bazell. I mean, uh, Helen Vera uh, Ellery. Obviously, yeah, you're um, just talking offense. There we got Emma and Kylie and Josie on defense who've who've been playing at Carson, who you know who've been playing all outstanding. Um, and, you know, we talk about those saves Helen has been making, um, man, what energy that brings, you know, to the sideline, to the, to the girls on the field. Um, we talk about playing aggressive on defense and sometimes that leaves an open shot and, and, you know, Helen can see those shots and when she makes that saves those saves, you know, it, 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 I think it brings energy to, to the rest of the group, but, you know, you look across the board. You know, it, it's a lot of fun watching them all play. I mean, there's there some great names on there that that you you called out, and some that you didn't. But it, it's, you know, it is it's it's all 25 of them, and um, all the energy they bring, 
And, you know, the energy from the sideline, I think, helps the energy on the field. And then, you know, more importantly, the energy on the field is, is what, what drives it. But, but that's what you preach, right? It, it, it takes everyone. Oh, yeah. And we practice like that. But, it, you know, it, it is. You know, it, it, again, we'll go back to, to my personality. I don't, I don't bring a lot of that energy. And, you know, I tell them all the time when I hear that energy come behind me, you know, I, you know, I know it's doing the right thing. And I can concentrate on, you know, making the adjustments or what's next and, and how we go, how are we moving on that? Um, but it, yeah, every one of them, you know, from practice to games to, you know, the little games we play to the practice games we play, you know, all those things drive in. Right. And, and you told me after the Ligonor game, I think that Helen being the, being the goalie that she is, she allows you to be a little more aggressive on the other end of the field. Oh yeah. Because if you make a mistake on the other end of the field, you, you, you're a little more confident that Helen could, could. Get it back for us. Right. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. You know, across the board, it works both ways. Yeah. Um, and that first game, I, I believe Helen had 16 saves in that first Lingenor game. It and was, they were tough saves, too. It was too. quite something. Yeah, right. yeah, Lingenor yeah. was really firing away at, at those Because shots. a lot of them were like free position type oh, yeah. shots. Like, like that That was just a really memorable game yeah. that, that, that she played there. Most definitely. So, yeah. Um, so, Ellery, you're, you're going to continue your, your lacrosse career at the Naval Academy. Tell us about that decision and just how that opportunity came about for you. I would say I always – I've been playing. They have a tournament there, so I've always – and it's obviously pretty close, so I've always kind of known about the Naval Academy, and going into my recruiting summer was on my list, but then I'd say I really, the decision really came about when I went on my visit there, and I just loved the people there, you know, the the players and, and also the coaches and everyone involved there is what really made my decision easy to go there. I mean, everything is impressive down there, the facilities, just all, 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 all the people. Um, what, what sort of military service obligation will you have, um, with Navy? I'll have at least five years of military service after, after I graduate. And were you, and were you thinking, uh, the military, the military was going to be part of your path going forward or, or did the, just the opportunity come about when you saw just, um, just going to lacrosse camps there and seeing the, seeing the facilities, meeting the people, did, did that sort of, um, uh, uh, make you more open to serving in the military. Yeah, I always wasn't set on military service, but I'd say definitely like you said, that made me more open. I've had family who have served, so that also influenced my decision. Okay. And I, I know you watch a lot of uh, Navy lacrosse games. On, online, or I, I bet you go to some games too, right? Yeah, it was hard during lacrosse season to go to some games, but yeah, online I watched a lot. And, and what, what type of lacrosse program, generally speaking, does, does, does Navy have? I, recently, we've been ranked top 25 okay. i think we were in the top 25 this season um we were we were super competitive and fun to watch this year so i'm excited to join the team next year and, and how many girls on the team will play college lacrosse um tyler how many of the seniors or how yeah many yeah well, well yeah uh, just in general like because yeah. i know a, a good chunk of the team will play on the next level oh yeah so it's senior wise um we've got ellery we've got emma she's going to go to lasalle emma brule um uh, Helen Bartman's going to go to Campbell University. Uh, Kylie Colby's going to go to Shepherd. Um, am I missing a senior? Um, and then on the junior side, we got a we got a handful of juniors that are going to go uh, play uh, anywhere from Division One down to Division Two, um, and possibly you know a few more that'll add on after that. And then you know we we got a big freshman class that that is talented that will make their decisions in a couple of years as well. So, so your program's in good shape. I mean, it, I, think so. I mean, you have a great senior class. You'll, you'll be, you'll be uh, sad to see them go, but, but, but the, but the next wave of players is coming. It sounds like. I, I think so. You know, I, each year's different. Um, you know, we got 10 seniors this year. It's, it's the biggest senior class I've had. Um, and you know, you have that wave and we got a little, little law there in the middle um, but yeah, it looks good. The the middle schoolers coming coming through look good. Um, so yeah, there's some there's some talent coming up through the way. Right. Well, what what's the most memorable game you've played at Middletown? Is is there one that jumps out? Honestly, I think I think Hereford was memorable for me. I was just it's in the back of my. I mean, it's very recent in my mind. I'd say going in, I was a little bit nervous. They're a very good team, and I was very. And at the beginning, I think it wasn't always going to – it didn't really look like it was going to be the win it was. We made some mistakes in the beginning. Yeah, but you guys won that game 17-4. to yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but we kept our composure, and then it, it, it was really fun. It was a really fun game to play in. But then also 21-year, I think we had a big one over Century to get mm-hmm. into the state finals. 
finals, that's super memorable for me. And then last year, beating Queen Anne's was memorable for me too because that was kind of like a revenge game. Uh, are, are there lessons you could take from the previous loss to, to Queen Anne's in the in the state final or 21, or is that all like sort of overstated and stuff like that? <laughs> no, I think there's definitely – I think mindset going in is just b- the biggest takeaway I have from that game. I think or my, my mindset de- – well, just also because back then I was a sophomore, I'm a senior now, there's been a mindset change, and I also – and we need to just play our best lacrosse going in. I'd say that was my biggest takeaway. Yeah, do you think you'll be less nor- less nervous, more comfortable? Um, well, well, I mean, you're, I guess you're familiar with the routine now, and, and that must help a bit. I mean, every everything's a little easier the second time around, right? Yeah, exactly. I think experience is a, an advantage, but I think I'm still – and I feel well – I feel – well prepared for this game so I'm not as nervous I think I was more nervous definitely at my first time as a sophomore how, how nervous do you get before games in general do you, do you get nervous at all or um I think my senior year I've kind of gotten a little more nervous before games just because I don't know I, I, I kind of feel the pressure but then once I'm out on the field I don't get nervous at all yeah have you noticed a difference in the way teams defend you now compared to the way they used to defend you even a season ago yeah yeah, I've I've noticed a difference. I it, um all more, of the playoff more face games, guarding or yeah all all of our playoff games I've been face guarded for not always all the game but for some of the game at least and so but that kind of le- it kind of makes it easier for the other. I mean we're we're taking out their best best defender who's on me and then we we've adjusted we have plays for it. So I'd say it kind of makes it easier for. The other people on offense and they've done a really great job stepping up and scoring you know do you, you, do you sort of look at it as like it's sort of a badge of honor a sign of respect that they're face guarding you it's a little yeah looking back it is I mean it's frustrating at the in the during the at that time to be face guarded to kind of be out of the offense but looking and it is a kind of a sign of respect I guess yeah I mean have you had to really adjust the way you played I mean I like like you said I guess it opens up m- more opportunities for your teammates yeah, it does. And it, I've also had to adjust the way I play. Obviously, I can't be – we d- we run different plays. I can't really – I if I'm really locked off, I can't really be part of the offense. So it's more working for other people, setting picks, and or even sometimes just kind of being out of the offense and letting it, it be a 6v6. Right. How nervous do you get before games, Coach? Um, Not terribly nervous. I think we're well-prepared most of the time. You know, I, I was nervous for the Hereford game more so because of the type of defense they were running a zone defense and we hadn't seen a zone all year um so how how do they respond so i was more nervous on how we would respond to that Uh, but for the most part um i feel really good about how we practice and going into games you know it's it's a not it's an opportunity to have fun um and really apply what we practice so i'd say it's been it's been a while since I've been nervous. That that twenty one state championship game, I was pretty nervous. That was a new environment. For, do you think you'll Do you us. think you'll be as nervous for this game, or, or probably less, right? Um, well, I'm I'm more excited about the opportunity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I'm not nervous yet. I yeah. I mean, I might wake up a little nervous. And, yeah. and you know, take the day. The hard part, I think, is going to be it's an eight o'clock game. I mean, and you got to stay awake. Right. You got to stay awake. <laughs> you got all day to whatever about it. Um. But no, I'm I am you know beyond excited for the opportunity. I mean, this is this is for the senior class. They've been in the state championship twice, and you know lost in the final uh, uh, four last year. Um, so what a great opportunity to go out and play and have fun. And you know, look, you got no more games left, so it's um, you know it, enjoy it. Right. And let it ride. Yeah, I mean, you, you just said something that I hear you say a lot. Like, let's have fun. Like, yeah. this, this is fun. This is a game. It's, it's not life life and death. It's right. Not, it's not all that serious at the end of the day, right? So true. I mean, it, it is. It, it's a, you get to play a wonderful game. Um, and you get to play with your friends. And you get to play it against great competition. And, um, you know, we're in high school and we should enjoy it. And, it, and we try and enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Right. Did, does coach take pressure off you guys when when you remind you, like, let's have fun? Yeah, it definitely does. I'd say I've never really seen him. I didn't know you were nervous. I mean, I've never really seen him nervous before games. And I think that definitely eases my nervousness when I see him composed. But right. it's also, it was fun to get to see him celebrate. 
<laughs> celebrate against Hereford. You know, I'd say he got excited then. How did you celebrate? Well, I mean, Ellery, Ellery screenshotted the video of it. Um, but no, just... Is this on social media? Or no, on, it can be. She yeah. might put it on there. <laughs> um, but, you know, running down the sideline, you know, jumping up and down. I don't have yeah. a very good vertical, but I did. <laughs> I got as high as I could. Um, but, man, getting excited. I mean, it, it was you know it was beautiful to watch and you know it, it, to get excited about those things plus you're in the state semifinal game you're in final four um you know again we're very fortunate we've been in this position the last three years um but who knows if you'll ever get back and you know i, I got to do a better job of enjoying it too i, I was gonna uh, say do you have to do a better I job do. of having fun i do so, um and i yeah. think i've tried to do that this year um here later than earlier but it, but it is, it is, it, you know, you talked about the talent across the board and everybody, you know, that's there. It's so fun to watch them when they're having fun and they're not stressed about it. So I try not to be stressed or, or give put pressure on them. Um, we're just there having fun and it, it's a great thing to watch. Yeah. Cause it's, it's such a simple, but it seems like such an important message because players, they want to win yeah. like, like Ellery, they want to win. They hate losing and they, and they tend to put. Uh, a lot of pressure yeah. on themselves to, to to produce a result, but when you remind yourself, "Hey, let's have fun," that that seems to put takes things in the proper perspective. That it, 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 it yeah, it takes a little uh, pressure off. Pressure off, and and you know we try we try and eliminate the outside noise, whether it's from their friends or their parents or or whatever's in the community. You know, try and focus in on it's just a game of lacrosse, and let's have fun. You know, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of people saying this, a lot of people saying that. Oh my gosh! You're going against uh, Manchester. They got uh, number ten. She's you know the best player in the state type deal or the county. Um, you know, and not focus on that. Focus in on us. I mean, that was the big message going into Hereford. You know, Hereford had a, had five Division One players, and it's like, oh my gosh, they got. Oh, who cares? You know, we're gonna play lacrosse. We're gonna play our game of lacrosse, and we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it. And you know, we win, we win. If we don't, uh, well, we tried our best, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but, you know, we, we go into every game thinking we're going to win. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about your game plan for Manchester Valley, but I think you just laid it out. Uh, have, fun, have fun, be yourselves. Do our uh, thing, uh, yes. Play your game, uh, do your thing. So uh, you play a lot freer when you have that sort of mindset, right, Ellery, when, when you're not putting a ton of pressure on yourself? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We play freer, I'd say. Going in, even to Hereford, we, our offense, we didn't really have as many set plays we were going to run kind of in order to counter their defense, we played very free and fast, and that's kind of how you beat a zone. So I'd say that's kind of, that really helped with a 17-4 win, I'd say. Yeah. What would it mean to win this game? It would it would mean so much. I, I've wanted, since the beginning of the season, I've wanted nothing else but to win the state championship. I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and it would mean everything to be, not only to be the first to win in Frederick County, the first school, but also just to cap off my high school career. Yeah, what would it mean for you, Tyler, to, to, to take this group over the finish line? Oh, uh, it'd mean the world, um, primarily for for them. Um, goosebumps right now thinking about it. But you know the hard work that they have put in to just see it happen. Um, you know whether it's being the first team in the county. Um, you know that that that'd be something too. But more importantly, uh, what a good way to send this group off. What a good good message to send to the rest of our team. And, you know, it, it is, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, we, we, when I start, when I took over, it was like, okay, five years, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be in the, the playing for the state championship. And, but, and, but, but there you go. You're putting pressure on yourself. Well, by, by doing you got to have right? a plan when you go in. Oh, well, sure. Yeah? sure. And, you, and you look at what's there and, and you set out the expectation and, you know, we work towards that expectation. You know, should there pressure? No, there's no pressure to win. Um, I don't, I hate to lose. I'll tell you that I'm, I'm as competitive as the best, but, um, you know, we got to learn from it all. Um, uh, but man, to win a state championship, uh, man, it would be exciting. I think I would really celebrate. Right. I, there would be some, re I've been th actually been thinking about that, how I'm going to calmly celebrate. Calmly state, celebrate. Do you, do you think coach can calmly celebrate? I guess we'll see. I've never really, I've never really seen it. You're going to have your phone at the ready though, for, uh, to, to, to record his reaction. Somebody uh, will. Sure. Yeah. Um, win or lose, what will you take away from these last, uh, I guess, three seasons of playing lacrosse at Middletown? I, I don't, I've just learned so much. I think it's just been so much fun. I couldn't have asked for a better coach or better teammates to do it with. I, it's made me so much better as a player, but 
I mean, it's cliche, but it's merely made me better as a person. Um, I've learned a lot of lessons just through the sport and from Coach White and from our other coaches. So uh, I've just, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to play for another team. It's just been so much fun. Coach, how will you remember these seniors? And uh, just uh, w w what, have, what has it meant to you to, to get a chance to coach them? Absolutely. I mean, win or lose, uh, what a gift um, this whole group has. Um, you know, the one, the love they have for themselves, the joy they bring each and every day to, to practice. I mean, I get them three hours a day and, and it's great. Um, but it is, it's about life. It's about learning those lessons. It's about, you know, things not being fair. It's about working, working really hard and still not being able to get what you want. Um, but we're sure, we're sure as heck going to try and get that. Um, and we're prepared for that and we're ready for that. Um, but, but this senior class, you know, everything that they've had to go through and where they are now from where we had them in 2020, um, it's, it's been amazing to watch them grow. I'm super excited to see what they do in the future. And, you know, they're all, all 10 of them are going to do amazing things. I mean, we're going to have, Ellery's going to go serve and, and she's going to do wonderful. She's a wonderful leader and, and it's going to translate really well to the Navy. Um, but I, you know, I think of the other ones, we may have five or six that want to be nurses. Um, and, you know, they're going to go serve in that area. And, you know, to be able to say that, you know, I had, I had a piece in, in developing some of that, you know, it, it means the world to me. I love them to death. Um, and uh, it, it, it's so exciting to watch them. Yeah. Do you have a career track in mind when, when, when you get done with your service? I would love to be a pilot. A pilot? I think, yeah, that, I think that's kind of my main goal right now. But I think it, might, it may change. But that's my goal right now. Did you have thoughts of playing at Air Force? or? They don't have a team at Air Force. I think the only two service academies that have a team are Army and Navy, but... I think Navy was the big one in my mind. I mean, that's kind of the branch my family served in, and obviously it's close by in Annapolis, and I, and my whole family loves that city, so that it kind of worked out for the best. So from scoring goals in lacrosse to landing fighter jets on on, on aircraft carriers, it does sound amazing. All right, uh, 8 p.m. Thursday. We realize some of you may be listening to this after this was recorded. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, but 8 p.m. Thursday, Stevenson University, Owings Mills, uh, Middletown versus Manchester Valley, the rematch. Can't wait. Uh, Coach Tyler White, uh, senior midfielder Ellery Bowman, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, we wish you well in, in that game. Thanks, Greg. Yep. Really appreciate you having us. And uh, my thanks to Graham Cullen for producing the podcast, Alexander Dacey for coming on and talking uh, Frederick County Sports a little, little earlier. Hopefully next week we'll have some state t championships to talk about. Uh, we'll look forward to, to that. But until then, uh, take care, everyone, and we'll see you back here next week on The Final Score.